All right, hello, and welcome to the CDO Magazine audience for another installment in our uh, CDO Magazine Executive Interview Series. Uh, I'm Kirk Ball, uh, EVP and CIO of Giant Eagle and a member of the CDO Magazine Editorial Board. And I'm pleased today to be joined uh, by May Habib, who is the co-founder and CEO of Writer. Writer is a generative AI platform for the enterprise with proprietary foundation models and a customizable application layer. Writer supports generative AI use cases across marketing, support, product, HR, and, and more. So welcome, May. Oh, thank you, Kirk. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's great to have you. Um, May, I'd like for you to just take a moment and introduce yourself and describe your background a little bit to our audience. Oh, great. Um, I uh, Let's see, I, uh, I've been an entrepreneur, um, all of it in natural language processing um, for more than 10 years. My first um, entrepreneurial venture was in machine translation, uh, which is how we discovered so much of the technology uh, and invented so much of it that became writer. Uh, I, uh, prior to that, uh, was in technology still, but on the investing and banking side. Um, and before that, um, I uh, studied economics and Near Eastern languages and civilizations at Harvard University. So how did you go from investment banking into becoming an entrepreneur? What, uh, what kind of gave you that bug to step into an entrepreneur's shoes? You know, the investment banking was the foray, actually. I feel like uh, I was always an entrepreneur. Um, I was born into a very entrepreneurial family. Um, entrepreneurs you know, not by choice necessarily. Um, but when we immigrated to Canada, folks didn't really have degrees or, you know, college educations. And so, um, you know, like a lot of immigrant families uh, were, were entrepreneurs by necessity. And I had, you know, a lot of kind of small ventures and businesses growing up and um, was always making money on the side and always had a job or two. Uh, and so it was really the investment banking where I only did one thing for years that was kind of the uh, the oddity. So um, I was uh, really just kind of biding my time for, you know, an idea that um, becomes so inextricably linked to you that you just, you know, kind of pursue it uh, against all odds. <laughs> well, I think, uh, you know, certainly I had a chance to meet you and spend some time with you and hear more about uh, writer uh, about a month ago, and I thought you, you would be a, a great uh, interview uh, and great to hear more about writer. So talk a little bit about how did writer come into existence? Talk a little bit about the creation of the company and what gave you the idea, and then how did you go about forming the company? Yeah. So in the localization space where we were, we had this uh, really interesting vantage point. Um, when you go into a new market, you kind of take a slice of the company and that whole slice goes into that other language. And so we got this incredibly deep education uh, into uh, the content workflows across departments um, uh, in, in the enterprise. And uh, we kept seeing the same problems over and over. Um, lack of quality, consistency, off-brand nature, um, lots of compliance and regulatory requirements um, for content slowing things down. And so our big insight in, in 2019, um, as we discovered the transformer, was, hey, could we actually use this technology that we were using for translation? But instead of translating between one language and another, we were translating bad to good, off-brand to on-brand. Um, and, uh, and, and that's really how Writer was born. Um, the vision from the beginning, I was looking at um, some of the slides yesterday, I was showing somebody, um, 
from the beginning was, you know, to eventually, you know, automate so much of the, um, uh, the, the, the writing process that, you know, we were in a trusted position to write first drafts for people, you know, and that was, that was three years ago. And, and that was really based on the strength of, um, you know, our conviction and what the transformer could do. So we've yeah. been building. Yeah, go ahead. And I was just going to say, so boy, talk about, uh, the fruition of your company and your capabilities and the timing and the appetite that people are starting to have for generative AI capabilities. Uh, boy, it certainly seems like the timing uh, for you guys is really, really good and you're you're in the right place at the right time. Dive, you started to go there a little bit. Uh, dive a little bit deeper in terms of the writer solution and the capabilities that you have. Sure. So a lot of people right now, when thinking about um, integrating generative AI, into enterprise workflows, um, you know they're they're kind of faced with either a secure solution from like maybe an Azure or an OpenAI in their own um, private cloud, but really needing to build everything else on top of that, or um, kind of allowing everybody to go out there and find whatever spot solution kind of solve their one problem or you know um, uh, scales up this one process. And we sit in the middle. Um, we are a full stack generative AI platform. So we allow folks to use our models, which compete really competitively. Uh, we just got benchmarked by Helm above ChatGPT, which we are very excited about. But there are own models. And so you can inspect the code and the weights and the data. We'll indemnify enterprise customers, especially in healthcare and finance. And you can host the whole thing in your own private cloud. Uh, our uh, data policies are really different than Microsoft's as well. Um, we don't use your data to train the underlying model, um, and you've got full copyright to everything um, that uh, that comes out of the model. So that's really the, the foundation, but that's not enough. For the vast majority of enterprise use cases, you actually need to build applications um, that your end users internally can use, whether it's, you know, finance using generative AI for supply chain analysis or, you know, marketing and brand um, uh, creating content or uh, investor relations creating call scripts, you know, for uh, earnings calls. Like all of those use cases are really souped up with generative AI um, and using writer and our application platform, really hundreds of those use cases um, open up. We've got this composable UI um, that allows folks uh, to uh, basically build their own applications on top of the secure model, um, whether they're hosting it or whether we are managing it. So it's a full stack solution. You get all the benefits of building your own model um, without needing to maintain all of the inference and ML ops and the fine tuning by use case. We come in and, and, and do that all for, for folks as they roll out generative AI across the company. Yeah, I thought the thing that I was really impressed with when I uh, had a chance to hear you talk a little bit more deeply about, about Rider uh, was the flexibility that your platform uh, offered to potential clients. Um, and gives them choices in terms of they want to run on site, they want to run in a cloud kind of configuration. Uh, so, and then certainly the security of the data. Um, I thought that was, uh, you know, something I was really uh, drawn to. Let's zoom out a little bit. Let's talk a little bit about the state of generative AI in the enterprise. Uh, what type, what field? Obviously, it's a topic that you hear about about 18,000 times a day. <laughs> and so talk a little bit about, from your perspective, what is the state of uh, generative AI in the enterprise? 
Yeah, good question. I, I would say it is, uh, it's a little bit of Goldilocks and the three bears right now. So, you know, you've got the organizations um, who are like, nope, shut it down, not doing it, too much risk, like nobody do nothing. Um, and that is, you know, kind of baby bear, um, not super excited about, you know, very, um, uh, uh, very reasonable introduction of uh, immense amount of risk, right, coming out of every nook and cranny with people accessing these models and, and potential data leaks, etc. Um, and then on the other extreme, um, you know, it feels like there are some organizations who are kind of generative AI task force trigger happy. And so they've got kind of these big, like, you know, year long study. And, you know, we're going to come up with a strategy and it's going to be huge and nobody do anything till we're done working on the strategy. Um, and the, the happy medium um, is really the folks, I think, who are, you know, flying the plane while building it. It feels scary, but the real learning starts when you start. And, you know, those are the folks that, you know, we are really leaning in and, you know, it's a very mutual kind of lean in um, who are, yes, developing all the responsible AI policies and coming up with the codes of conduct. And um, we're about to share a bunch of stuff um, that we have co-developed with customers um, to kind of give them a head start on all of that policy work and the governance work. And they are out of the sandbox. They're actually building applications. They've got stuff in production. They are reinventing workflows with AI. They're doing it responsibly and strategically. Um, uh, but, you know, they've gotten started. So it, it really is kind of one, two or three right now. Very little else going on. Yeah, I, I really like the, uh, I really like that analogy. And I, I do think, uh, you know, to see those three kind of approaches, uh, you know, in practice, depending on who I'm talking to any given day about what they're doing in their enterprise with generative, generative AI. And I really like uh, your recommendation to really go towards the, the third approach, which is, you know, start getting some value, demonstrate the capability, build trust and confidence in the organization, uh, but do it in a, in a way that is not, uh, you know, doesn't run a risk to the organization but you still have to get started and you got to start showing value and build confidence and trust. And I think that's a really good recommendation. Uh, listen, May, I really want to thank you for spending time with us. I know you're on the West Coast and we're doing this uh, in the morning and it's really early for you. Uh, but so I, I appreciate you taking time to spend some time with us. Uh, and, and for our audience, uh, I would encourage you to check out uh, Writer, uh, a very impressive platform and uh, take a look, see what you think. Uh, thanks. thanks, everybody. Take care.